Yo, welcome back everybody to another edition of Football on Full Heel. I am Frankie, joined once again by Johnny and Andres. Yo, yo. We got Donkey Tron, the Tron, or just Tron on the boards in the back here. Gave us the keys to the studio again. Um, back at it. A lot of stuff going on in the world of football um, in the last week or so, the last seven days. Um, I want to start by declaring my supremacy in the picks so far. <laughs> well, he wants to make it about picks now. All right. Look at this guy. What do you want me to do? I've got 10 picks correct out of the possible 18 that we've made so far. Johnny's got six. There's some hard games to predict, bro. Andres has got seven. Yeah, it's so it's neck and neck for you guys, we'll at least. I'm yeah, getting some separation. Because you're always picking last, like a little bitch. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see shots, who. Shots fired. We'll have to do a separate Champions League. We'll have shots to do fired a, with that one. We'll have to do a Champions League one, maybe. You know? That's yeah, a hot take. Let me pick the game. <laughs> That's a hot take. Let me pick the games like that. All right. Like that has any. We'll just have to do. Well, we'll just have to do champions. Andres, Andres helped me pick the games today, here. so yeah, we got some good games. So it was equal. Let's just say the picks are sparking up. <laughs> but yeah, once again, thanks. If you're watching live, if you downloaded this on a stream or podcast, um, or saw it on YouTube, thanks again. Uh, give us a like, give us a share, comment, let us know who you support, why you support them. If you agree with any of our takes, um, let us know what you think. We want to be interactive. If you think Frankie's gonna win the most picks, it's so getting, far, it's getting hot in so here. far, we'll make our picks at the end, um, and we'll give you a recap of how that's looking so far. But I'm winning. That's all you really need to humid, know. Humid, humid, and moist. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we'll start in probably the most competitive of areas, um, the Premier League in England. Um, last weekend, um, Liverpool is up by 22 points now. That's the largest margin at any point in the history of the Premier League. I'm not sure if that's um, like the top notch or the top tier in, in England because the Premier League's only been a thing since 92, mm-hmm. right? Um, but that's... That's it's a big lead. That's a big lead. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then while they're gaining ground, Man City lost to Spurs. Leicester, who's in third place, tied to the fourth place team, Chelsea. Um so it's 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 a shambles there after Liverpool. Um, now Spurs beat City, which was I guess the big match of last weekend, right? Uh, well, Liverpool destroyed Southampton four to zero. No question the, there. Yeah, and Salah had two goals. Um, they struggled a bit, but came out like champions on top. <laughs> it's hard to say they struggled when it was four to zero, though, right? But some of those goals came later. Right. Um, oh, the game, and then that penalty call is was a decisive play. I feel like or no call. I think you could have called that a penalty. So Johnny's referencing a Fabinho yeah. foul or a non-call on a foul. Just because there's an extra swipe, like you know, if he's already down in the box on Danny Ings, yeah. the former Liverpool player, and then didn't like right after that they so, go down the field and score right so after, as, as a that, result. Uh, so that's something to bring up. That's the new issue with VAR that. Apparently in England that they let the play run until the ball is dead and then tell people what the result was So that's causing controversy because it's like If they're gonna call the VAR on the penalty call, they need to call it right away They can't let the play develop and then be like oh, 
I mean, or is that is VAR doing the opposite of what the game's intended to? Like, I don't know at that point. You know, the point of the game is to be fluid and and to just I don't know. After be correct. Play, I, I, yeah, like are they picking on the spot or mm-hmm. are they now gonna call stop the things to make to like do the VAR decision? It's weird. Well, speaking of VAR, well, you didn't think it was a penalty. No, because that's it, when they scored, and then the, after that they scored like four more or I've three s- more. I'm sorry. So I've seen those given. I'm just saying. I've seen those given. It's also the Premier League, right? And they want to maintain that, that Liverpool, high bar. Liverpool's right? at home, right? At yeah. Anfield. Yeah. So yeah, I think that probably was. I think that's what it was. Yeah. No, I definitely honest. have seen that given. I think that's what that was. But I've also seen penalties been given for less, right? Yeah, but it, it looks like the season has developed. Just how we called it all season. At least Frankie, I'll like remember every podcast we're like, is this the year? And just yup, it turns into what I said too. Liverpool is just dominant, and everyone else is just f- is fighting it out for like they're all taking each other's points for anything else. It looks like we got a battle for fourth. Tottenham just has Man City's card, and they dropped more points. Right? Well, yeah, the, and then uh, nothing changed with Leicester and Chelsea tying. So it was like, it's a battle for those three, three to four now. I feel like you know, because oh, if yeah. City starts losing more ground, because now they gotta really focus on the champs. And if like they let their, I don't know, we'll see. Guard Do they even care anymore? Do they even care? It's twenty two points for well, God's si- sakes. Since you mentioned VAR, uh, another match that had a lot of. Uh, VAR implications or I, I guess a lot of repercussions from VAR or lack thereof. Um, Spurs versus City, right? Um, now, oh, yeah. in this match, um, Spurs won 2-0. to zero. It's the latest edition of Pep Guardiola versus Mourinho, right? Which is a battle, mm-hmm. right? A crazy battle in, in their days in Spain, right? Um, and probably the two biggest coaches, right? Arguably of the last... I guess generation, you can say, right? Yeah. Um, so there was all kinds of intrigue and all kinds of storylines behind this one, but a uh, very boring first half, honestly. Um, City, although okay, I'll give them credit; they created throughout, you know, chances throughout, and for the first sixty minutes, they were kind of on top. Um, yeah, I didn't see the f- now in the first half too, though. Um, there was a Sterling foul. I yeah, think it was I'm in twelve minutes. It. Raheem Sterling left his foot out. Um, I can't remember who the player was on Spurs, but uh, easily a, a red card. In in <laughs> I, I, it was at the ankle and it was studs up. I've seen that one given a lot. Ali Sterling foul. On Ali. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, on Della Ali. Um, I've seen that one given a lot. So they actually went to VAR. Look at that. Ouch! Stamp right on the ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, and VAR said <laughs> there was no no foul play, no foul play in that one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that's a yeah. I guess it's, it's a tough think? call. I mean, it's a strong yellow. Yeah, it's a strong yellow. Doesn't warrant a straight because it's card. not like he's from behind or it, I just. It kind of looked like a stamp, right? And and we've all seen stamps are usually straight reds, right? Or somebody stomping, right? That's what I mean by stamp. Well, yeah, you're saying that's an intentional red he's card. He's saying cleats up a little too that's not too inten- high. That's not intentional enough for you know. Okay. No, that's definitely dangerous though. Dangerous, like, but not like that's definitely dangerous because he's just already at the ankle and he still studs up. Well, that wasn't given as a red, um, and then, um, and then they got a follow. City got a PK in the box, right? But thing is, it went to VAR and they took like two minutes 
to decide a PK for what I think was a pretty clear penalty too. Um, in the end, they got the right decision. Two minutes again, though. You see but it's, that, yeah, what it I'm took saying? two minutes out, right? Um, now, <laughs> as a result, it led to what Johnny's been pointing out, one of City's biggest weaknesses all season. What is it, Johnny? Penalties. Penalties. Yeah. <laughs> the resulting penalty after the two-minute-long or minutes-long VAR decision, uh, Ilkay Gundogan misses the penalty. So now we've got Gundogan missing penalties. I think we it's got just a mentality Aguero thing. missing penalties. Jesus missing penalties. Silva, I want to say, missing penalties. Now, not only does he miss the penalty, right, but right after Yoris makes the save, um, the ball rebounds and Sterling runs into the box and tries to make a play on the ball. Um, and he think, he takes what I think is a dive. I think it was a dive, but it looks like there might have been like minimal contact from Yoris on it. Um, and debatably, you, I guess you could say there might have been a, one, a second penalty yeah. immediately after. Um, but it doesn't get called. Um, so, yeah, and, and this was, again, mind you, I think all in the first half. Um, Sterling had two or three yellows. Ryan Dunsey. Hmm? Uh, shout out to Ryan, who's a frequent the boy. He's a friend of the show. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. Um, again, I think he should have been sent off right there in the twelfth. He should have been who's, sent off immediately. Who's who's City's penalty shooter? More importantly, it's Aguero, right? But like, he'll make like four out of five if he's lucky. He definitely more of a three out of five average. He misses. Oh. Or Aguero sometimes, yeah, but it's a it's He's not a most, most it's not consistent. a bad it's I mean it's a picky weakness it's like a nitpicking weakness because City usually they did make a lot of chances but again not converting them and then when they don't convert them and Sterling left injured too hamstring notably goals. Sterling yeah. left injured before that though Zinchenko gets a second yellow card and On Man City go down to ten men yeah dumb foul too and a dumb foul yeah and then. Immediately after, from the set score, piece, yeah. uh, Spurs score the uh, the Dutch the Dutch lad uh, Steven Bergwin Berg- yeah. yeah Bergwin scores. He did this um, one. He did this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Nine. celebration. Yeah, he twisted yeah. mask or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to make of it either, but one uh, zero right scores a nice goal, chests it down, and then gets a nice little half volley on it yeah. um, into the corner, um, and then Son. Right, gets a goal um, towards the end uh, to seal it 2 0. Um, yeah, they weren't even expected to score, you know. And well, because of the 10 men now, and then we're just going into the game because they were playing. It was a, it's up top. definitely a game that gives Tottenham momentum to push for the top four. Do you like, see the top four? I say it definitely gives them the momentum to push for the top mm-hmm. four, yeah, especially with Chelsea looking. Uh, shaky as of late or and then they didn't buy anybody so lampard's definitely risking it with just the lads with the boys well since you mentioned it um after um well spurs and man city played on sunday but um earlier earlier though leicester uh, city and chelsea played that two a two two draw right so third and fourth place pretty much stayed the same um Johnny again, they're in a rough patch. Both goals by Chelsea scored by Antonio Rudiger on headers. Yeah. Good. They have a good amount of defenders though. That's why Lampard didn't buy bother buying a defender, but I guess they didn't get no more attacking pieces, right? They didn't let go of anyone? 
No, no right? they didn't sell anybody, but they didn't reinforce, right? Which you're I saying guess, is going to be a problem? I mean, I guess Pulisic is going to feel like a new signing when he comes back. It's about all they got, right? If they can stay. They got a lot of forwards, form. too. Yeah. They, Giroud. Tammy uh, Abraham. And the other guy with the BT. Bachuai. Yeah. And then if Pulisic comes back, he'll be there, you know? So they got... Uh, William and Pedro, those are all attacking pieces. So, yeah, I mean, they maybe could have used the mid, but they even there they got pieces. So, and Leicester hanging in there still, huh? Just when they had kind of a, a rough patch, and you thought that they had were going to start to regress a little bit, mm-hmm. um, they hang in there, right? Two goals, yeah, uh, one from Harvey Barnes, right? Harvey Barnes, and then the other one from Ben Chilwell, Chilwell. the left back who's getting a lot of attention from a lot of teams. Um, Man City, <laughs> yeah, I mean, possibly Man City. I've heard, I've read about him generating interest for Man City. But then, in another battle for the, I guess top four or top five, even uh, we had United versus Wolves. Wolves, yeah, uh, consistent performer. Um, United being, you know, Man United, right? Um, played out to a zero-zero draw. Debut of Bruno Fernandez finally. Yeah. Debut of Bruno Fernandez, right? Um, did he? Igalo came on in this game too, right? Odi no. Igalo. Am I wrong about that? Yeah, you're wrong about that. Um, no, but like, I don't know. He didn't. He definitely didn't start. Um, they they said that I don't he needs think training. Started him by that time. No, they bought him, but they that they're saying that he needs to get to match fitness because playing saying, in the I don't Chinese think they league. Playing yeah. him, bought him by the time the game started. Yeah, probably not. But because he's coming all the way from China. That's a weird. That that was a late, late move. I feel like in it the was market. very late. No, it was yeah. a desperate late. Nah. They kind of need someone right now, though, in that hole just to yeah, they do. Finish, yeah, finish those shots. Marshall's not finishing anything in sight, and Rashford's it's hurt. Not a lot of shots from like Mata. You know, it was a scrappy game, and I guess it was Bruno a. Had a couple it was shots a fun. Goal, I saw the game. It was a fun watch. I mean, United looks okay, dynamic. I I don't know what I want to say here, but you think they're done in the season? They got Fernandez. He debuted. He didn't do bad. Couple transfer windows. Yeah, he looks like he 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 brings a little bit of what they need, right? A little bit of a spark in the midfield. A little bit of yeah. creativity. Yeah. Um, a little bit of youth. Something. A little bit of something. Yeah. Is he enough to keep Pogba at United? Is Pogba ever going to play again for United? Yeah, you guys, he's going to play again. I yeah. say no. Yeah, he's got to he's got to try to up the transfer value up, don't you think? His transfer value. He's how does that benefit him though? He don't he don't care if he still leaves for he cheap. He probably gets paid more. I mean, give him more it's, leverage. It's yeah. in Man U's benefit to. Well, where do you see him then if he leaves? He's going to play. He has to stay in form for Euros. I'm pretty sure. Or else he's not going to no. get called up. He can get called up. I've seen that happen. You're just, just a, don't play all season. You're just there, yeah. Then they'll just call you up for the Euros, like you've been resting all season, so now you're ready to get fit here. I don't see why he wouldn't play just to not get injured till the I just don't window. see him. I don't, I feel like be Fernandez even replaces him, but I don't know. It's in, he's is he's been injured for a long time with some ankle injury, apparently. I don't know, but mm. had surgery, yeah. I don't know, and. Rashford has been now, and they clearly have been needing him. But the tape, pretty much what happened was what we said. The gap at the top got larger, and then the gap in the middle didn't change at all. All the teams that needed to win tied, and Tyneham got the most out of this. They really came out winners on top yeah, this look, this weekend. They look like City's they, team. They jumped all the way up to fifth. 
Tottenham did. Yep, they did. But that that from third to like eighth is tight, tight. And then of course a lot of keywords. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, Arsenal. I didn't even have them in my notes because yeah, I didn't want to talk I was about it that much. Yeah. Um, but it, they they did not have a good weekend. Um, in zero that part zero of North yeah. London. Yep, it was a drab yeah. zero zero. Hey, at least they're not losing, bro. No, but I think if I'm not mistaken, that's four straight um, draws yeah. on the on like consecutively, which yeah. is not good because they're sitting in tenth place. They do, it was at Burnley, mind you, zero zero at Burnley for Arsenal. I mean, so what do you expect from Arsenal this season, though? I mean, not much, but at least goals. Tenth, yeah, tenth is crazy. Well, yeah, tenth and everyone else is only separated by two points, so it's really not tenth place. Yeah, fair. Because it's so you two think, points. So it's one game. So you're saying Arteta turns it around in time? Yeah. To get them into the Europa I'm, spot still? No, not no. Nah, you can't. It's not a miracle word. Come on, bro. <laughs> I mean, maybe Pablo Mari is you know settles the defense, but Pablo Mari, Cedric Suarez, right? Yeah, maybe. A couple signings there. I mean, they're definitely trending. Trending neutrally. Yeah, that's, that's positive. I right? didn't even have them in my notes for this week, y'all. That's crazy. They're just like draw, draw, draw. Win. Straight draws. Um, Lacazette played terrible. Now that I think. About it. <clears throat> Um, Ozil went missing again, and it's just ugh, he gets paid so much money to just disappear, man. That's crazy. <laughs> what happened? He at one point he had the most. He he was what Kevin De Bruyne is now, and just dishing out assists mm -hmm. like it's okay, like it's a regular thing, right? Some of the goals he was scoring too, you know. <clears throat> you know Nobody, I don't think anybody talks about this enough, but probably Ronaldo had his one of his most productive and like prolific periods at Madrid getting assisted by Ozo and he was mad when he left is that when he scored like 60 goals he was goals? mad when he left you know yeah absolutely man and and now to see him do this man it sucks yeah that was his favorite player too it looks like he's just out there for the paycheck sometimes <laughs> well he had do? a lot of scandals with his political <coughs> image he took a picture it wasn't even a political thing he took a picture yeah then... but then it wasn't handled correctly and I don't know all that side shit or side stuff probably you know but yeah the gunners are gonna gunner um, in the middle of the week, we had a couple replays for the FA Cup. Uh, Liverpool beat Shrewsbury. They played the kids, right? It's like all the kids, like no first team players. Um, and got the one zero result off a of own goal. So Shrewsbury Town yeah. is out of the FA Cup. Liverpool still in the thick of things for they all play, of their competitions. They play Chelsea in. next. They play Chelsea in the next round. And I'm pretty sure Klopp's gonna send everyone. <clears throat> well, yeah, the um. Klopp didn't go. He didn't coach. They had the U23 coach or manager coach, yeah, um, run the show there. It, uh, had, it's pretty feasible they can win, you know, the FA Cup. They had all the kids there, yeah. The, the league has won. I'm sure, you know, they sacrificed one one match day, or you think they're always going to keep winning? I think they just don't. I think they just think of it that they're going to win every game at this point. At this point, right. And if they lose, they're just going to be like, all right, we got to. Pick it back up and fix it. Backtracking a little bit, Ryan says Ozil's playing like a guy who's bound for China. Who, where Ooh. else would he go, right? To get paid in those amounts? Yeah. Next, yeah. Probably. That's, yeah, his MLS. I don't know. 
I wish. <laughs> I'll, go I I'll definitely go Z. Not if Ozo. he's going to be playing like this. Maybe Japan. <clears throat> I'll still go with Fire, get him. Oof. The Fire? Chicago Fire. Yeah, no, Ooh. China does that, though. They stay overpaying, but we'll see. I don't, I, isn't there like a. I well, might be wrong. definitely not going to go over there right now. No offense. Well, no, uh, I think they. I think the there's. Coronavirus. A, no, I think there was a hiatus. I think they were stopping the league until they yeah, can get that sorted go. out. There you go. Um, so further notice, Ryan, no China activity <laughs> for Ozo, right? Yeah, yeah, after this, maybe the virus goes away. Yeah. But no, they're going to have to sell him, right, to, to keep on building, right? If they, if they want to give a, well, a Teddy a chance Apparently they're going to get rid of everybody, right? Yeah. Because well, they definitely can't afford well, to keep everyone. I think oh. it's safe to say that a lot of teams are going to clear out after this 22-point lead that Liverpool's got at the top. But also elsewhere in the FA Cup, um, Spurs had to play Southampton in a replay, and they barely eked it out, um, three to two. Yeah, and it was a great match. Honestly, great cup tie. Mourinho said the better team didn't win today. <laughs> Trying to say, you know. Yeah, he said his team. He, he was honest. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't the best team on the day. Spurs <laughs> played great, or sorry, Southampton, Southampton played great. Um, but Spurs win. At the at the brink, right? Didn't Sun get a penalty at the end? Right? I didn't, I didn't see that game. Actually. Yeah, Sun got a penalty at the end. Sonaldo. Well, then there you go. Mourinho has been finding some form out of these suckers. But um, Premier League is kind <coughs> of sort of on a break. We thought there was supposed to be like a little break, which was the reason why Klopp didn't send the first teamers and didn't go to the FA Cup replay. Um, but we have four matches this weekend. None of them really gets the paces. Right, none of them really gets you going. Yeah. Um, City, come on, bro. Everton plays Crystal Palace tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> Sheffield United plays. You mean top top five Sheffield top? What? what are yeah, they? no, top actually, props five? to Sheffield United. Right, they're they're up there. They're they're in the fight for the top five as well. Uh, Brighton plays Watford tomorrow morning. Sheffield plays Bournemouth, and then Man City plays West Ham. Right, I almost wanted to do Ooh. Man City as the pick, but they're gonna crap on West Ham, man. West Ham is just giving out goals yeah. to people right now. I guess Everton versus Crystal Palace is kind of intriguing. <clears throat> um, tomorrow at six thirty in the morning Central Time. Uh, but you better believe that's I'm not, a little early. I'm, I'm, I mean, that's when I'm getting up for work. So, but regardless. Um, yeah, we'll keep you posted on the Premier League, but it's going to be a little bit slower in the next week. Um, matches return next weekend, or well, next Friday, and then we got the Champions League on the horizon too for the English clubs. Um, elsewhere in Europe, um, in Spain, last weekend, Barcelona beat Levante. Aye, uh, aye, aye. Two Lionel Messi assists to Ansu Fati, the 17-year-old La Masia product. Um, and then... Real Madrid beat Atletico Madrid in the derby, 1-0. Um, I believe Benzema <coughs> scored, right? Finally a, a goal from a forward there, Johnny? Yeah. Finally. Um, somehow, Messi's still in <laughs> in first in La Liga scoring. He's got 14 goals. Benzema's got 13 quietly. I feel like he Benzema was hot, hot at the, to start, yeah. right? But Yeah. Um, but both of the teams won. Um both of the top two teams in Spain won last weekend, which means the gap stays the same. Uh, Real Madrid remains three points ahead of Barcelona. Uh, the interesting, or I guess shocking news this week in Spain was in the middle of the week, in the Copa del Rey, all of the big teams were dumped out. Uh, Valencia lost. Mm -hmm. um, they lost to Granada, right? Uh, Villarreal were dumped out by Mirandes, which I think is the second division club. Second division, um, yeah. 
Real Madrid and Sociedad played a thrilling match at the Bernabeu in which Madrid gave up four goals. Sociedad <coughs> went through four to three. Um, and then hours later, or an hour later, Barcelona just lose a heartbreaker uh, to Athletic last Bilbao. Last minute of the game. In the last minute, Iñaki Williams gets a glancing little header to the far post past Ter Stegen. Uh, yeah. Just excitement on a Tuesday and Wednesday, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so now as things stand, again, all the giants of, of Spanish football are out of the Copa del Rey. Uh, Barcelona went six years consecutively going to a final. They won't be there <coughs> this year. Um, yeah, so they've won like nine out of the last what ten or something like that. Yeah, they they were in the six consecutive finals, yeah, which is crazy, and they won four of those six. So I mean, I like the new cup format. It leads to you know games like this where in under, the middle of the season though, underrepresented team. I mean, because sometimes they're just cre- they're just playing two legs for formality. Everyone knew Barcelona over two legs was gonna win. You know, well. That just leaves the two biggest teams in the tournament being the Basque clubs, uh, Sociedad and Bilbao. I think they're the favorites, but they might get drawn against each other. Who knows? Because um, Granada is just this. They just got recently promoted, right, into La Liga. This yeah. is it. And um, Mirandes, uh, Mirandes. Sorry. Well, it just adds excitement to the cup. Mirandes. Otherwise, you're gonna have the same two teams winning every year. This is probably why it changed it because they're like, you know what, Barca can win this every year and no other team was ever going to win it. Well, the reason I bring it up is not only because they were unexpected results, not only were they shocking results, but what does this mean for these teams going forward? We've got, I guess, kind of a battle for La Liga there. Uh, No, we definitely have a battle for La Liga there. And then um, the Champions League is coming. So we mentioned there was some key absences for Real, right? They didn't play there. Varane was out. Carvajal was out. Courtois was out. Mendy. And possibly even more crucial. No, Mendy. Mendy was out, but I mean... Mendy's like their best. Yeah, Marcelo is also not like a slouch either, yeah, you know? I would still like Marcelo. Um, I, it's not... I had but Mendy has been outperforming Marcelo all season. All season. Um, Casimiro was probably the most crucial yeah. absence, right? Um, best center, center defensive man in the world. Dude, so you think it's nothing to make of? Honestly, I, I don't think... I don't <laughs> think it's make up of it too much because... Um, props to Real Madrid. Uh, not my favorite team in the world, but they went 21 or 22 matches unbeaten. They hadn't lost since October. Yeah, they were. After that, they got rocked by PSG in the Champions League. They got their shit together. Behind Liverpool, they're the second team. The second, they have the second least goal scored against. And more specifically than getting their shit together, what Johnny's been saying consistently and driving home is they've been really organized defensively. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I saw Sergio Ramos starting. I don't think... Not, Nacho's not a starter for them, but I don't think he's like a bad Madrid player either, you know? Well, nah, yeah, he's good. He's underrated low-key. So, so, see that hit so shots. is uh, uh, on the Carvajal is also very underrated and does great. Valverde is the revelation, and he's in the mid just just destroying an plays. for them. Yeah, yeah, an engine for them and, and for uh, Cruz or Modric coming, and they kind of provide that attack too so not, nothing to panic about it's just the first loss in a long time <laughs> yeah that's a good way yeah. to put it i think from you I'm not i think i was it was a little bit panicking to fans for sure because Don't it was at that. home yeah. and they let four goals in that's unacceptable well, especially just, because when they're trying to find form for the champions mm-hmm. i guess i did look at it it's still two weeks away i thought it was like this week already no it's one more so, match week and then the- so i'll i'll say i mean I would have wanted them to win, and because Barca, I don't know. Don't even get me started on Barca either. They well, lost two. 
they played well, but it's still like they both, both played teams. well. Uh, you the, can't say Madrid played well. Well, I mean, given what they had, they still were able to. What do you mean, given goals. what they had? They, they had a, a great squad out. Get well, out yeah. of here, and they still lost at so home. So you're saying it's that's why it was a little concerning, or whatever. Like they, they just didn't. They had a bad game. They're kind of, they're kind of. Um, no credit to Sociedad for hitting those tough shots. Um, Sociedad's playing well right well, now. Well, yeah. Then then they should be wor- Then they're worried about Sociedad. I don't know. Mm. I just say I'm just saying it's a cup game, and from what it from what it is, you know, can't expect them to win every game because all those players are the key as to why they haven't been losing. That's mainly That's, their their best defense. So I'm not surprised by the result, but it just goes to show how good all you know all those players are together. Just sounds like excuses from you of why. They can't not start Kashimiro and not win a game. Is that really what you're telling me? Is yeah. he the crucial player? That's really what you're telling me. Yeah. And I hope they go far with just Kashimiro as their main. Well, I mean, a he's lot just of a good defensive uh, midfielder for them. But you can't tell me that they didn't win because he didn't play. That's so, the big reason why they didn't win. No. You gotta be but kidding me. <laughs> I mean, I w- he's probably. And I, you, I think you would agree with this, Johnny. When Zidane took over, probably his two biggest things, and you and I were two that didn't give him any credit for being a real like manager, right, or a tactician. Um, the two things he, I think he did in, in, that initially <laughs> brought him a lot of success was, one, start Casimiro instead of playing all the stars, like you were saying earlier, yeah. right? Um, and also uh, benching Ronaldo at times, which worked because he then became a beast in the Champions League, and they won three. In yeah. a row, right? He'd be fresher. He and now easy. he still does things like that, right? He still uses Casimiro. And honestly, Casimiro, easily top five center defensive mids in the top world. Top three. I don't know. <clears throat> top five. Top five. Top five for sure. And and <laughs> we can have that conversation another time, that's right? Fabinho, but that's uh, he's an important player. He's an important yeah. player for Madrid, right? There, there aren't too many solid players in his mold, right? And but he, is he it, scored a brace not too long ago, right? So I, I would say the defense was not a big deal. I, I would kind of agree with Andres with this one, Johnny. Casimiro not being there for Madrid. Can I, can, they don't have another player who plays like him in the mid. Does Isn't uh, uh, this kid Valverde, Valverde supposed to play defensive too? He like does. That's what he does, though. He's like an eight. He's all energy. He's like And then they box. still got Cruz, who is known to play in that position as well. Cruz and Ma- and Modric too. Valverde and so Raheem. The, and... <coughs> or Hamas actually and Benzema's played too Madrid just has the benefit of having a deeper team and they still lost with that deeper team well speaking of Real deeper Sociedad. team Vinicius had a nice game at the end who's also 18 years old or whatever so, right yeah, this yeah, is so. the but Sidano would be a wild card and be like you know what next game at the, I'll play Bale cause I just got him too well where it wasn't a big deal for uh <coughs> Isco for Madrid, possibly. It's a big deal for Barca, right? They're in shambles, I would agree, Ryan. Um, they're in no transition. off the bench. Um, I guess what we can at least no agree players. on, we, we talk about this a lot, right? We Johnny thinks that they need to rotate the midfield. If Busquets is going to be the, the lone or the one guy who's in every match or for the big matches, they need to rotate, right, to, to see what the best combination is. I would argue that Frankie de Jong is best suited to be in... <clears throat> in that 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 pivot, I guess the pivot, right, or the pivot, right, whatever they call it, um, the six, the deep lying, right. So yeah. I I don't know. 
I, I don't we I guess we don't know right uh Vidal's been performing well there right but he's not obviously not a permanent solution uh Rakitic has been getting some game time but hasn't been as convincing um Pique limped out of this match against uh Athletic, right? Because Inaki Williams had him he running had all to, over the place. He also had to drag him down, and Inaki dragged him like <coughs> thirty yards. The tactical yellow card, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, they're in shambles. I mean, I guess we can agree that the problems went far, and and we've talked about it far than just Valverde, right? Institutionally, this week we had uh, uh, Eric Abidal and Messi fighting in the. In the media, right? Yeah, yeah, Abidal a, came out and said that players had gotten lazy, right, or didn't <coughs> like how things were going under Valverde. And Messi said, "Hey, if you're gonna throw people under the bus, throw people under the bus, yeah, right? Say their name, names, names, right? Because then he's um, just tarnishing all of them, right? And that's a big deal, right? Because Messi never says anything, right? So now yeah. people are talking about Messi's gonna leave, right? Yeah, but Man City, bro. Honestly, if anybody calls the shots in Barcelona, it's it's Messi, right? And, and what this has proven again is it's not just Valverde. I agree, Valverde was probably he had to go, but the problems run deep, run deep." They are in shambles. Uh, there's no real transfer strategy. There's no succession plan to Messi. Uh, it's an aging squad. Panic buys. Uh, De Jong is one for the future, and I think he's going to be uh, one of their great players later, right? But um, I don't know what the fix is right now. I guess Setien has got them playing a little bit better. They're retaining the ball more. They're starting to press and, and try to get it back a little bit quicker. But there's still a little bit of a miss, a little cutting edge missing there, right? They definitely don't entertain, right, Johnny? Which is the yeah. biggest, your biggest complaint, right? No, and, and that's not, just because we're spoiled, right? The Barcelona was not just winning; they entertained before, right? This team is nothing. Well, they still <laughs> they were still entertaining with Suarez. Yeah. Suarez was a main contributor there, but I mean, no it one really gets excited with Fati and Griezmann front front three and then this the, for the Copa <coughs> game they didn't even play Griezmann they sub they put, they kept him on the bench so probably to keep him fresh for La Liga games but no one really excited about you know the the midfield or some the, of the players you see them going out to Napoli in the next round of the champions I mean wins mm. fix everything right so if Barca will start just winning that's what I don't know. That's they'll just shut us up, but I'm not convinced they will. I, I think they can get past Napoli, they'll but past they're Napoli. definitely gonna have trouble with R rumors with, of uh, Messi possibly playing hurt. You yeah, or like I think what uh, Messi said too was that that um Messi Ronaldo for Juve. Yeah, I think yeah. uh um damn I lost my train of thought. The thing for Barca is that, that, the, yeah, out of there, just it's tough. The defense, there's PK and who's the defense? They just Long have way. no Long Long way. Umtiti's been playing now <clears throat> since he returned from injury. Well, Umtiti has to play the next game because PK is also suspended. Right. Pretty so. much, Barca goes as as Messi goes. So and that's, he's possibly that's hurt. About it. Yeah. They're saying he might have. Was it a thigh or hip thing? Possibly, right? Yeah, a little. Yeah, a thigh thing in here. Is this all problems with Barca and no solutions? And, you know, people are kind of getting fed up with just all the negativity being thrown at them, you know? I don't think it's negativity. I think it's the expectations that Barca well, that too, has yeah. as a institution. Oh, no, they failed. Too. They failed in that I think they're too. just not willing to try stuff because the players that they, are, they have are not suited to do what they think they're going to do with how Barca's playing. I don't see... Mm -hmm. 
I don't even see like they should be doing mad through balls to Griezmann and m- picking him up right away, and Messi coming in right behind like as backup, not still just trying to find Messi and see what he does. Barcelona is a club where you have to play a certain way, you know. Though you have to play like the four. Yeah, but we we've, we've seen teams already. We've seen Barca teams. They just pick up the forwards and they go up top. You pick up David Villa, you pick up Henry, you pick up... Yeah, over the top. You got to pick up these players up. They'll be in the wings, cut inside, and go in. And they're not doing that. You can't tell me that they're doing that. And that's what they're Fati. supposed to be doing, Fati too. Yeah. Because if not, like, I've seen that happen, and this this team's just not... not I don't think it. they're dynamic enough in the mid. Like, they don't have no one that controls and dictates. Well, there's another round of matches... No one this weekend in La Liga, so uh, another round before for these teams to test themselves before the Champions League returns. Big games. Barca plays Betis, which I think is a is a pretty big game. Um, former. We'll see if they former recover. Former Titan team. Um, elsewhere in Europe, we go uh, further east in Italy. Serie A, uh, Juventus remain first place. They beat Fiorentina. Yep. Off of two more penalty kick goals <laughs> from Cristiano Ronaldo. I should have just said goals, right? I'm sorry. The hater in me had to say, Penaldo. specify that they were penalty kick goals. <laughs> yeah. But he's now on a tear, folks. He scored in his <laughs> ninth consecutive Serie A match. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo starting 2020 um, Hot. with a vengeance. Steamy. Right? Bro, for yeah. a striker, that's like candy, you know, just well, I don't think it's a coincidence. We talk, I think we've talked about it before, but he was hurt. And since the start of December, he's been healthy and just killing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 35 just turned his birthday. Let's see if he can continue this. Uh, I mean, Juve plays Lyon in the Champions League, which I don't think is the toughest draw for them, right? But Not at all, yeah. This is where the Juve will prove themselves, right? Because elsewhere, um, Inter won against Udinese 2-0. Lukaku, who's been another kind of... Uh, resurgent player right remaking his name uh in italy i believe he's up to 14 or 15 goals now in Serie A, but he scored a brace um so inter scores or sorry one to maintain pace lazio they drew they drew zero zero they didn't win um so um juventus in first place um but for the first time in a long time it looks like it can be a three team race here now it's looking like a race frankie <laughs> yeah, well, when Juve lost to Napoli, I never, I never saw that coming, right? Um, yeah, Napoli, but Napoli big, was in bad form. They beat the big teams under they Gattuso, Juve, Lazio, and Sampdoria. That's really what made. And then Lazio was one of those teams you expect to right now start regressing, right? And they haven't. They've, mm-hmm. they've, they've been there. Um, so right now, Juve's at fifty-four points. They're kind of like a Leicester City almost in the EPL. You know, they're just still kind of <clears> yeah, hanging in there, but they're scoring. Yeah. You know, just like in Spain, the gap is at three. Inter's three points behind on fifty-one, and Lazio's just one point behind Inter. So, uh, four points separate first place and to third place. And then there's a, <laughs> a steep drop off after uh, at Atalanta's in fourth place, and they've only got thirty-nine points. So there's a eleven point drop off from third to fourth there um, in Italy. Um, so, um, yeah, no, Ronaldo's form is, is impressive. And again, I, I would still argue, um, we haven't seen the best of, uh, Juve. <coughs> they haven't fully gotten the whole, I guess, if you still want to call it sorry ball, right? Yeah. Uh, we always go back and forth on what their best midfield is like, <coughs> right? Do they start Dybala, Higuain, and Ronaldo all the time? Um, 
a lot of questions with Juve still, but I guess. But they can't really experiment a week before your champions. You know, they kind of have to. And, and not with Inter right there, right? And Inter just bought a whole bunch of players in in the window, so they're breathing down their neck. It's the first time in, in a long time. There was a couple of years there when Napoli looked like they were going to push. Mm. Right, Juve, and it didn't end up happening. Ooh, and sorry. now it looks like there's a team or two that can possibly push him. Um, so we'll see there. Uh, but if you, Ronaldo can keep up the scoring run, if he continues to get service right from players like Dybala, um, <coughs> it, it, I mean, I guess it won't matter in Italy at least, right? Well, I think Ericsson transforms into but I have Inter winning the league since the beginning of the season. Oh, Since wow. they added Ericsson. Hot take there. Inter Milan, first year under Conte. Conte wins another yeah, championship in his first year back. Yeah, I think that's what he does. I, I mean, that's, that's, I think that's what I was talking about beginning of the season. But, I mean, they, they, they hung in there, and now they have Ericsson. So, I think he does a lot of, a lot of work there. Well, other than England um, and France, uh, where the top team has a pretty – sizable lead all the other the three remaining big top leagues or top five leagues sorry um are pretty close the other one um bundesliga Bundesliga. action this past weekend Bayern munich finally got back into first place um they beat mines three to one um after leipzig had tied mönchengladbach um so leipzig at the time was first they tied the third place team um which gave Bayern uh the edge Bayern is up now one point over Leipzig. Dortmund is three points behind uh, Bayern uh, and two points behind Leipzig. Uh, and Gladbach is still in there, actually tied on points with Dortmund. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, they're in the Bundesliga uh, first through seventh. Uh, sorry, actually. Uh, yeah, first through seventh. I only separated first through fourth. My fault. I'm sorry, I'm all over the place right now. Three points. Yeah, they're only separated by three points. It's it's tied up there at the Bundesliga. It's exciting, high scoring action. That Leipzig uh, Gladbach was two to two. Dortmund blew out Union Berlin five to zero. Holland keeps on scoring. He had another goal. Yeah. Jaden Sancho's into double digits in goals and assists again. Um, well, I think they put more emphasis on scoring. Who is the whole league? The whole league. Yeah. Well, I think I was for reading... the top three. I think have like more than fifty goals. It was an interesting stat I was reading that plus twenty eight. I the, think the Bundesliga has almost like the least amount of crosses played into the box, which means they're keeping the ball on the deck, right? Mm. They're finding ways to pass it uh, almost into the goal, right? Cool. Uh, but yeah, excitement! These games are high scoring, they're thrilling, um, and you could see it at the top. Um, Does this translate though to like against the top leagues? In I terms mean, of quality? I think so. Dortmund and Bayern are still in the Champions League, right? Is there a third? Dortmund no. would have to play PSG. Dortmund How does the lineup with an offense RB. like that? Dortmund, Bayern, RB. RB. Oh, yeah, RB. Leipzig is still in there, too. Yeah, yeah, Leipzig there, plays Spurs, yeah. So, I mean, does this take, you know, are we, are we not take, uh, saying these offenses seriously? No, or the, the Bundesliga is where it's at. You guys might In terms know. of offense, I think so. Possible, possible hot take right now. And we go about the this best all, offensive league all the time. If I were to, my rank of the top five right now, the top five leagues in Europe, I go Premier League, I go Bundesliga, then I go La Liga, Serie A, and League One. In that Hot order. Take. Hot take with the Bundesliga. Yeah, I mean, there's look at that gap, man. You got the four teams competing. <coughs> Leverkusen's only a little bit behind that. Schalke yeah. can get there too. Schalke and Leverkusen are tied. 
right? Like, yeah, Timo Warner has, you know, what, 20 something goals already? In Spain, it's one and two, right? And then Atletico's fallen back a little bit. Uh, and Italy, and again, Italy, Italy is looking competitive for the first time in a long time. Like, don't get it twisted. Yes, it's competitive, but people are acting like, "Oh man, no, man." It's Italy's been a shambles for a long time. We're talking about Juventus winning eight years in a row, right? It's I not, mean, that's, like, this, that hasn't been competitive. It's starting to, which is promising because again, we grew up in a time where Serie A was amazing. It was the best mm-hmm. league on the planet, going neck and neck with Premier League. So I'm glad to see some competition, but this is new. <laughs> this is new. This is a new thing. It's not. It hasn't been like this. So well, the other teams besides, like Bayern and RB, both have like a designated striker, and Timo Werner and Lewandowski. So their teams are kind of like based off their form as well. But like other teams, like Dortmund, they have a bunch of weapons, in Sancho, Royce, Haaland. Haaland keeps scoring. You know, keeps us. He scored in the cup too. Yeah, he's he like eight goals. Yeah, I think his stat yeah. is like every. 19 minutes he has a goal or something that's like that. insane i think it might be a little bit more than that but in, in any case <laughs> no, i think it's like 19 minutes it's ridiculous he's only played like three games he has like eight goals oh helen yeah helen. and then oh. yeah no and then most of the matches he's played is coming in as a sub i think he's only started once or twice yeah so they have a lot of like offense a lot of offense but a lot of questions on defense too Dortmund makes a lot of silly mistakes in the back yeah i mean i probably agree with right now yeah the bundesliga has a lot more to offer than you know La Liga. I just I think it's more competitive and it's interesting, but and that's it. There's a difference in it being <coughs> a better uh, league and then and more competitive. Then yeah, but I mean we'll see in the champs too. I think that it's the same thing that you're pointing out that the teams are they're scoring a lot, but we'll like Dortmund's defense isn't the best, and I want to say <coughs> RB is still. A the, tier below, to, yeah. Like, like to consider them some, yeah. I mean, they're like they're a dark upstart. horse, yeah, yeah, yeah. So blew a bunch of money, yeah. So Dorman's got a tough draw in the Champions League, and RB got Tottenham, right? Yep. Yeah, so RB that should be pretty even, if anything. So yeah, that'll be a good game. But, and then Bayern and Chelsea. But uh, I think it's yeah. There's definitely a race. RB, Bayern, and Dortmund are gonna go to the wire. It looks like. Right, three point leader. How much point? One lead, one point lead. One point lead over Leipzig, and then uh, Dortmund, three point lead over Dortmund, and Gladbach. And the big game this weekend too, right, Frankie? Big game this weekend. Yeah, we got Leipzig versus Bayern. So Bayern maybe able to get table. a little bit of separation there, or Leipzig can go top. Yeah, or maybe they tie him at the top. Or no, it's no, no. A they six can't point tie game. Yeah, six point game is the, one of the them. Classic six point game, right? Um, Premier so, League yeah. number one. You got some people agreeing with you. <clears throat> I guess no. You can, I mean, I agree, Ryan. You can't say it's number one when you got so many points. But I mean, you got to say the the level. Uh, it's elevated. It, I mean, right? Uh, like, look at a team like Wolves, right? Everton and Crystal Palace. I'd say would still could crush some of the mid label, mid table teams in some of the other leagues, right? And I talk about this with Johnny all the time too. In Spain, come on, I'd rather take a Valencia and a Villarreal and an Atletico over a Fiorentina, right? Or a Napoli, mm-hmm. right? I, or am I crazy? Yeah. I like Napoli. <laughs> am I crazy? I like right? Like, that's what I'm basing it off. Of. Not necessarily the top teams, right? But if the, the teams right under, right? The two yeah, tier and the three tier take, in Spain not, would beat, I think, that in Italy easily. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah, in Italy, yeah. <clears throat> right? And in, in Germany, though, too. Germany, I, I think, in the last 10 years, has played a really dynamic type of football, at least domestically in the league, right? Where it's a combination of both, you know, 
possession, but also very kind of physical and, and very fast play, right? A lot so, of young coaches though there, and like Klinsman's there. Klinsman's <laughs> back, yeah. The Hoffenheim, so yeah. I mean, they have if if like Johnny said, sometimes you just need a lot of good coaches in the same league for it to all elevate. Good players, good coaches, and yeah. The I mean, Leverkusen is they got players too. It's, it's Kai Havertz. Cool. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Leon Bailey. Yeah. So. So, yeah, I definitely recognize that the league has blown, like, not blown up, but definitely elevated their... Their standing. Yeah, their game. With all the teams um, doing good and just... it's a, Yeah, they're all... It's going to go down to... I don't know who I got. I want to say Dortmund, but... It's a tricky Hammond. draw. When you saw the meme when he's, he's just, like, Majin Buu... No, I didn't know one. For Haaland? Erlen Haaland? Yeah. The Majin Buu memes? No, I haven't seen that no, one. No, they're they're crazy. They're fo- they're up. so funny, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a good good race. good take. Yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty much all we got for Europe right now. We're gonna make our our picks at the end uh, of 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 the show here, of the cast. Uh, but we're gonna bring things, uh, I guess, closer to home. We're gonna bring things a little bit local for a bit. Um, kind of a fan request here um i've been trying to get better about it uh we're gonna talk a little league and mackies here um it's been just a couple weeks into the season um and we're actually watching the match right now tijuana's playing toluca shout out Cholos are up one zero <laughs> he does look like majin Buu. Yeah, i just saw like it. holy crap super why did you majin show Buu. that to me you're yeah, fucking me up super yeah everyone if you want to go see uh the Highland, it's just Highland looking at like super Erling Haaland does look like Majin Buu. <laughs> but he now. looks like Majin oh, Buu. Like wow. straight up. Side by side. Super Buu though. The one after. Uh, yeah, he's the beast. He just comes out really just buff and terrorizes everyone. He's a beast. But yeah, it's early goings <laughs> um, in La Liga. Or sorry, in Liga. We're Mekis. watching it. Yeah. Um, we're only four matches in. We're at the start of match day five. Um, and things are interesting. Uh, I mean, again, it's early going still, but uh, all the big teams have shown a little bit of inconsistency and a little bit of patchiness, right? Like the current champions in Mexico, Monterrey, dead last right now. They've got two losses and two draws. Uh, my team, Cruz Azul, <laughs> doing Cruz Azul things, right? Uh, yeah. They're a win, a draw, two losses. Uh, they played a thrilling match against the Luca 3-3. Three to three. Uh, And that's the cool thing about Liga MX. You get a 3-3 three to three match all of a right. sudden. Um, you just don't know where you're going to get. On a Sunday at noon. It was great. Uh, America lost in the middle of the week to Puebla. Um, the Chiva Lacticas, Chiva, just got a brand spanking new team of young Mexicans, right? <laughs> they've only got <laughs> six points right now. They got three draws, right? But yeah. they've been playing L- some interesting football, some exciting A-A. football too, right? Pumas has been up there. Um, Pumas has been leading the pack, and, and that's a little bit of a shocker, but also yeah. a pleasant thing to see because Pumas is one of those historic teams uh, yeah. in in La Liga MX. I know a lot of Pumas fans randomly, you know, or not randomly. They're from Mexico City too, right, or whatever. They're one of the four grandes, yeah. and then uh, Atlas, the other team from Jalisco, right, Johnny? Um, they got blown out yesterday. Uh, Morelia Damn. beat them. Uh, they they of course have a new coach. Um, they were the first um, team in Mexico this season to change coaches. Querétaro, too. Don't look now, but Querétaro's looking nice. They're in Leon. second place. Um, and Leon, yeah. Um, Leon. 
in first place as of right now. Uh, only the one loss. Again, uh, probably a lot to happen, but... Um, yeah, Pachuca just beat Tigres, too. Yeah, Tigres, another yeah, one of the big ones showing inconsistency. What, what do you think of that, Johnny? Why is Monterrey just, looking like they're hung over on the championship right now? It's just the start of the season, and it's what you said. It's the Liga MX, bro. This is, this thing is wild. <laughs> Where, how you're saying you'll pick your Quiniela? Yeah. And then you, you finish seeing the game, you thought it ended a certain way. You find out the next day you lost the Quiniela because your team tied randomly. Well, yeah, I got a lot of friends who kind of jokingly and sometimes seriously laugh at me for supporting MLS and, and being so into the fire, right? Uh, but Mexico, guys, is where it's at. At the very least, if you don't support a team, if you don't know what's going on, the games are fucking exciting. Right now we're watching a 1-0 that's going to go down to the wire because there's only 10 minutes left, so everybody's going to be throwing it. You know, full-on attack. Santos and Puebla, right, is the other one, Rafa. They're 2-1 yeah. to one right now. Um, just high-scoring affairs. Morelia scored three on Atlas yesterday. Um, very, very entertaining, right? It, there's a lot of people who say that soccer's boring. They're low-scoring. Liga MX isn't true to that. If you want some exciting soccer, watch Liga MX. Uh, now, Pure entertainment, right? Two things I want to bring up about La Liga. Uh, Johnny, uh, you might be able to answer this. Um, I'm interested to hear your take on this, but um, recently, in the last five years, it looked like there was going to be a boom in, in young Mexican players going to Europe, right? And there kind of was. Uh, Tecatito's out there. Herrera's still out there. Um, Edson Alvarez. Govea, right, uh, is out there playing in Belgium. Uh, Edson Alvarez just went. Lainez, both, granted, both uh, uh, Alvarez at Ajax. Um, and Lainez and Betis aren't getting a whole lot of playing time. Uh, but it looks like we're, we're kind of lagged on that now, right? So why do you think that is? I feel like we had already identified that we were going to be lagging in talent since we didn't make anything with the whole... Stemming back from the Vela Geo generation. Once we didn't win it with them, we didn't really... I mean, we picked up more good squads. The next squad would... Because that's the same squad from the... Copa Oro or the gold, gold medal. Cup, I'm the sorry. gold medal, yeah, in 2012. But I think the bigger thing is, or not the bigger thing. The answer is that honestly, the talent that we're developing is just failing in in Europe. There's no way around it. They're not really succeeding right now. The only player at all is just Jimenez that I can name off my head that is doing. Raúl. Yeah, that's it. But he's like a superstar right now, to be honest. So. I know I bring up that I don't see anything immediate from Mexico because, like, another thing about the league is that it's so many foreigners, and I guess that really takes away the chances for the that talent to develop in the league where, yeah. where how you said, there's so much low-key money on the line in these games that, like, don't they owners are like, we're not going to get a young kid to develop and we're going to just play whatever immediate and... Chucky too getting no playing time. I'm telling you, there's Napoli. no one. I'm saying there's no one good in Europe besides Chucky Jimenez. Lozano. You can't name me another Mexican. Look at this list Europe. that Rafa's scrolling through right Hector now. Hector Herrera. Look at look at yeah. look at. Here's the shocking Hector thing. Herrera look, too. Lozano, right? Keep scrolling, Rafa. Oh. Ache right? Now at Atletico, cool. Ochoa back in Mexico, right? Guardado still in in Europe, but he's old. He's 31. Uh, Chicharito back in America. He's in MLS now. Jimenez whipping in work. Probably the best Mexican player abroad. Layun 
back in Mexico now. Yeah, Araujo, still in Celta de Vigo, but I think he's injured currently. Hector Moreno playing in Qatar, right? Or yeah. Saudi Arabia somewhere. Fabian, he's going out there now too. He's going to go play with uh, Moreno. He, he recently played in Philadelphia for the MLS. And then scroll up a little bit. The other guys right above that, all back in Mexico. Salcedo, back at Tigres. Antuna, Chivas. at Chivalácticas. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Corona, no, Chuy, uh, Tecatito's still out there. Pollo Briseño, at Chivalácticas, right? Alanis just left Chivalácticas for MLS. So, yeah, they're just not getting playing time, I think, more than anything, Yeah, Johnny. I think that uh-huh. might make the league better, to be honest, than the Mexican league. You think so? these players, yeah. Now but, then, not, but not for the selección. Uh, that, yeah, that's another thing. They're, you know, not the same level as playing in Europe. I think if they want to develop that team that everyone has to start sending talent out to like Europe, like how the South Americans do it. You know, they price them real cheap so they have a shot at least. Otherwise, like the owners are gonna try to make too much bank off these players. I think exactly what Andres has said. Mexican owners have always, always kind of overvalued these players where European clubs can go get a quality Argentine player, a quality young Brazilian player for less money, right? Or just about the same. Mm. Um and, and both Brazil and Argentina are tried and true, you know, um, develop, but even right? the Mexican teams will rather get the Argentines and the Brazilians yeah. too, right? That's a problem. Um, I think another issue too, and and one I that I was going to ask you yeah. because of my connection to the MLS. There's a lot of players leaving Liga MX for MLS. Did you ever think you'd see the day for that? I never thought because Liga MX plays these pays these players better, right? But um, we have talks and whispers. We've heard rumors of Pizarro leaving champion Monterrey all winter long, right? I was. Mm-hmm. We were hearing first for the fire that didn't materialize. We're saying we're hearing now that Inter Miami could possibly break the bank for him. Um, there's countless other players who who, who came back. Um, Lucas Cavallini, who's a Canadian striker, left Puebla to go to play at Vancouver. Uh, your boy Puligol left Chivas to go play for Kansas City. Uh, and yeah. Kansas City dropped nine million fucking dollars on him, by the way. Uh, so there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of riding on that. Um, there's the other guy, Hara, the striker who was at Pachuca. He's Argentinian, but he left to go play in MLS too. Damn, he was um, a beast. Yeah, he won a why, title. Why are they all flocking to MLS now? Is MLS attractive to these players now? Is it the quality of life? Right. I think uh, Edson yeah, Alvarez in an interview. Uh, said he's still young and he wants to continue at Ajax, obviously, and in Europe, but he wants to go to MLS because that's what big thing for him. He said the quality of life in the country is a big thing. So is that what's swaying these players all of a sudden to go to to MLS instead of the <coughs> Yankees? Or yeah. is everybody seeing Carlos Vela and seeing, like, damn, I could, I could do work in MLS? I mean, if they can stand out, you know, with, like, Vela or some of the other stars in this team, um, in the league, they could definitely have a shot maybe at Europe as well maybe a lot easier than Liga Mekis I think it's definitely the money that the money's there for For one I I didn't think it happened this quick but it's I don't think it's a bad thing and it and then it ends up being a good option and then all these other benefactors from going to the MLS because I know for one I'm excited because now we can like us we can be like damn Chicharito's playing at the fire today, or Pulido's gonna be in town. Yeah. Or you know, Vela's coming. Yeah, Vela or Gio, the Jonathan. I'm sorry. Yeah. And or yeah, so it's like, it. I think I don't know how far it will take the MLS because how you said that these players are getting paid a lot, and then it's like a big drop off for the rest of the teams. So it's like the teams are kind of just trying to have 
random franchise players to market the MLS better. But I think I think what's really happening and that's cool is that the MLS and the Liga MX are kind of turning into one league where like now we have all these super CONCACAF champion games and it's like that's turning into our like mid mid season or whatever like our little cup games and it's like that allows the teams to play over there and over here and that's pretty cool and that's more opportunities for like us to go see games that might be the fire versus Toluca or something you know yeah and if those teams all start getting stars too it'll make it a lot funner and eventually just bring up the level football or soccer here a lot more so i think in general just positive but i don't i think the what you said too the quality of life and they're just closer to home and it's like it's not like they're far from mexico from here do you see emerging in the future I don't know about merging, but they're like, definitely. They, they play cups together. MLS right? is always trying to get as many competitions as they can against Liga MX to prove that they're at the level or getting to it. You mm-hmm. know, um, and like we've had now work. for the last couple of years where MLS teams have gotten close, but never like convincingly. Where, um, you know, like I think Toronto took Chivas um, in the final, pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Atlanta actually probably no. Atlanta, did Atlanta? I think it was against Tigres, but. Either way, there's it's, definitely it's, been more games. It's Monterrey. starting to get closer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we kind of drifted away from Liga Amekis there a little bit. Sounders. Um, check check out Liga Amekis this weekend. There's always a thrilling game on. It's always on Univision. You can watch those for free without any problem. Um, get excited for MLS too. It's coming back at the end of the month. Um, Into Miami. The fire kicks off the season against the current champion Seattle Sounders in Seattle. Um, the fire actually don't play at home until almost like a month until the season. I got my tickets for the opener. I didn't notice until he pointed it out, but it's really close to Johnny's birthday. So we'll see what's up about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, on to the final segment of our podcast here. The picks. So how many do you have, Frankie? Six. Six matches <coughs> that we're going to pick for you guys. In total, how many points? Yeah. You have 10 how points? How many points? Okay, so just 10. to recap, um, apparently this is going to be our fourth round of picks. <laughs> right. Um, after three rounds of making picks so far, I have 10 correct picks out of a possible 18. Andres has seven out of a possible 18. Um, and Johnny has six out of a possible 18. Yeah, so we're basically on par. Not really. Frankie has the lead. Well, it's well, close. No, Frankie, yeah. There's some Six. tough games, though. But yeah, go for it. Um, so, yeah, no, uh, this weekend, again, just to remind you guys, there's only some Premier League matches. Get the fuck out of here, guys. This is what I'm talking about. We're watching the Tijuana Toluca right now. Tijuana was up 1-0. There's three minutes left in the match. Tijuana scores the equalizer. I'm sorry. Toluca scores the equalizer. The emotion of Mexican football. You need to watch it. This guy's haircut. Look at it. It just went to (laughs) one to one. It's on one to one now. Amazing. Thrilling. Sorry. Um, But yeah, since there's no English football, this or there is English football, but the games are kind of whack, and I don't really feel like calling all of us picking Man City over. Yeah. Um, nope. West Ham. No disputes right. unless you want to wake up for yeah. Crystal Palace. So this weekend we're spewing heavily towards other parts of Europe. Um, so we'll start in Italy. In, no, in Germany with a match that has a lot of implications. We're going to start with first place versus second place. 
Um, separated by a point currently. Uh, Bayern. Bayern Munich, who's the home team, will play against uh, RB Leipzig. Yeah, I got Bayern. That was quick. Andres. Yeah. Yeah, he loves Bayern. Yeah, he does or love Bayern. He's already Bayern. picking no, up. No, I, I think they're just going to show their quality overall. I mean... Guys, Ar- RB has a good team, but Lewandowski's got 35 goals in all competitions. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, he has a lot of goals. Take a tie. You tie draw. Tire RB. Yeah. Draw. You can't pick two, dude. <laughs> <laughs> trying to see where you pick. Apparently. I pick huh? Bayern. I'm gonna pick Red Bull, man. Oh. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Team they're not really a Red Bull. That's I'm sorry, but I'm picking Leipzig. I Team, hate, Team I actually kind of hate Leipzig because of what they did and how they did it. Um, but they're playing some pretty interesting football with some young, fast players. Um, the last couple of weeks, they've been a little bit off. I think they're due for a win. Yeah, um, I think something. So I'll stay my draw. And yeah, <coughs> the, the, let's see the Bundesliga stay competitive. Yeah, uh, me too. I, I, if Bayern wins, they'll get some big separation. But they're so at home. But I win? think I think both teams will score, and it should be. I'm going out. Should on be a, a good game. Yeah. I'm going out on a little bit of a limb and saying that Leipzig wins away here. That yeah, should be a, a big result. But then, yeah, I got said, Leipzig. I said tie. Tie. Johnny got the draw. Andres got Bayern. Andres has Bayern. All right. Uh, elsewhere in the Bundesliga, another intriguing one at the top of the table. Um, Leverkusen's at home against Borussia Dortmund. Does Holland keep on scoring? First of all, yeah, I think so, yes. Yeah. No Marco Royce, though. No Marco Royce, that's right. Marco Royce, who stays almost chronically injured, right? I hate to say because he's so quality, but he's out for potentially a month. Um, Sancho, though, has picked up the slack. Hazard is having a nice little season there. Uh, yep. Thorgan Hazard, the younger one. They just got Khan. Uh, who you guys got? Thorman. I think, I mean, I can't. Is that where the other kid is at Leverkusen? Uh Havertz, Havertz, yeah, yeah, he's at They've been hyping him up a lot, right? Yeah, Bayern. What place are they in, Rafa? Can you pull that? Leverkusen's up? in Bundesliga. Yeah, Leverkusen's tied for fifth with Schalke right now. Damn, this is a tough game, and they play Dortmund. Yeah, is that Dortmund? Yes, no, it's in Leverkusen. I'll take Dortmund just off of. Pedigree, I'm gonna take a draw. Who are you taking? A draw. A draw. Okay. Oh man, is I think kid, I think some of the real deal, and I think some of Dorman's defensive problems are still gonna pop up. Yeah, they're liable for something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a competitive league. We're saying, and maybe Royce got some <clears throat> a little bit of leadership right there in the field, depending right. on how they're doing. So, last week who won that game? RB or Munch? They tied. Uh, they tied. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Yeah, I think I'm gonna agree with Andres here. I'm gonna go with the draw. I, I don't see Leverkusen. I hesitate to see Leverkusen lose at home, especially with their form lately. But uh, I think Dortmund's <clears> just got a lot of their offense right now. Sancho to Holland all day. So they're going to win? Or? Lob City. No, I got the draw, too. I'm going to agree with you, and I got the Who's draw. Leverkusen's forward? Uh, Leon Bailey? Damn, no the Jamaican idea. international? Damn. Jamaica. But he, but Kids got wheels, bro. Pop, 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 pop. Jamaica. Wheels. Um, we shift over to Italy now. Ooh. Big game. Um, what was always a historic game. Um, I, it's still a big match. I, 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 if I can, I like to watch it. It's not what it used to be. But we have the... 
I, I know there's a name in, in Italian for it. I forget. I think it's the Derby della Madol something, Madolina or something like that. But uh, in Milan, yeah, yeah, yeah. the city is split. Inter versus AC Milan. Who you guys got? Actually, I know Andres has got Inter, right? This is for the league, right? Technically, Inter's at home, even though both teams play in the same <coughs> stadium. Um, it is for the league, yes. Damn, for real, they let go of the San Siro already and the... And the... Wasn't what was the Inter Stadium called? They both play at the San Siro. Oh, they do. Yep. Wow. I'm gonna take Inter. Historically, I think they've they've won three out of the last four derbies with them, and then I don't know. AC Milan looks resurgent with Ibrahimovic. I don't know if Ibrahimovic is gonna really play full throttle this game because they also have to play against Juventus Who, midweek. Who's at home technically? Uh, Inter. And. I think a lot of it has to do with Ibrahimovic back in the squad. Just some sort of, you know, experience, experience of, you know, his status with the club and who he is. That just has yeah. everyone working hard, you know. It's kind of like a little mini Ronaldo effect for you. Well, for all that, what Andres said, I'm taking Milan. <laughs> a- AC. Oof. I mean, yeah. He could definitely change the whole game by himself. But I still think Inter overall are way better than Milan this season, so... Sorry, I'm dropping things over here. You got answer. Okay, so just to keep things interesting, and just because I won off of two draws last week, uh, I'm going to pick a draw here. Another draw? Inter has been susceptible to draws lately. They've been dropping a few points. Um, I believe three out of their last four were draws. Uh, And then they finally won this last weekend against Udinese, right? Yeah. Um, It's a a good... It should be a good... Those are on ESPN? It's a derby, yeah, bro, so I don't know. Whoever comes out with more spirit, too, you can, you know, for all you think, logic, but at the end of the day, it's emotion, I, so. I might want to catch that game and reminisce. Oh, no. Okay. No, I think Conte has a lot more spirit in his team for a derby. You know, it's kind of like an Atletico Madrid-type team, so. And like you said, Milan is resurgent, so. Yeah, they're not probably, they're probably not going to match that intensity from Conte at a derby, so. All right, well, I'm going to stick with the draw there. So we all picked a different – everybody's got a different possibility here. Uh, Moving on to another uh, league, one we didn't talk about much today, but because PSG is so far ahead and there really isn't a whole lot else to talk about. Um, PSG play Lyon um, in what's usually a big match in France. No Neymar, serious injury. No Neymar? Really? No, he he went out for his birthday. Oh, that's right. No, but he missed a game in the middle of the week, right? Oh, so he comes back to this one? Yeah, no, it's interesting, right? Because Mbappe, once again, had an argument with Tuchel on the sideline after he was subbed out. Yeah. Um, possible signs of immaturity from the lad. Some people are, are, are praising him, right, because he's um, he's got this drive, right, and doesn't ever want to leave the field. Um, thank you, Ryan. I knew it was the Derby della Madonnina. Uh, that's what it's called in Milan. Um but yeah, PSG Lyon, who you guys got in France? I think PSG. PSG, yeah. Probably going to use their front, front four. So Neymar, <coughs> Cardi, PSR, Mbappe, and I mean, Maria. I, yeah, I mean, I think they start to find some form and try for the champs. So, Just I business mean, they, as usual. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally overstating because I don't know really Lyon. Who do they have right now? Shout-outs to the boy, the squid, who says that Majin Buu is going to go off for two. <laughs> yeah, people are predicting a Highland brace. I Majin Buu brace. Um, man, in France here, I'm going to go... I think I'm going to agree with you guys and go PSG, too. Yeah. 
so we can get I've always kind of liked Leon. I grew up in a time when Leon won seven straight titles, and they had some great players like Juninho uh, and Maluda, um, and a bunch of other guys Back came up through. Tiago, uh, a lot of good players came up through um, through Leon, um, and even now they still got some pretty nice players. They had uh, uh, they have Musa Dembele who used to play at Celtic. Shout out again to Ryan who likes Celtic. Um, you know, they got a couple nice players there at Lyon. Depay, of course, tore his ACL, right, and is coming back from injury, so he won't be playing. But they've got that intriguing young uh, midfielder, their number eight, uh, Horem. I think I'm saying that right, mm-hmm. Horem? Our Hor- yeah, he's 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 yeah. drawing interest from a lot of teams across Europe, so nice little player there. Um, yeah, across the board, we picked PSG. Shifting once again to a different part of Europe. Uh, sorry for the choppy transitions there, y'all. But in La Liga, probably the biggest match this weekend on Sunday, Betis versus Barcelona. And Betis is the home team. St. Dan returns back to his former club. That's right. The only other team he's coached in the top not the top league in Spain. I got did, Barca. Did, uh, is, did we, didn't we see that game at the beginning of the season? And they tied 2-2 or something? Did they play they're at Betis, right? Too sure. Yeah, they're playing at Betis. Yeah, yeah so they had, the they've already result. played at. Uh, we saw that one at your house. Yeah, no, right Bar- I think apartment. Barcelona won. Was that uh, I Griezmann's? Two, two. That wasn't Griezmann. I think Griezmann game. scored two in the second half. Can you look up uh, Betis versus Barcelona, Rafa? But um, from the last time they played, I think Barcelona. This is the second time they played this season. They have to bounce back. They can't lose another game. I mean, I don't think they have yeah, it in mean, to tie. I'll go Barca too. It's they're hard. gonna have. I mean, troubling times in the club, but wins like Johnny says, wins solves everything. So as long it's, as they pull together some wins, Spain. they didn't play bad the last game. They just, I mean, it's a Copa game. It was five two. Barcelona blew them out. Oh yeah, the, what? It was yeah, the I think that that was the match where Griezmann had the two games. <laughs> I think I think Ben Messi was out. Yeah, but that's a totally different squad. That's you know Griezmann, Suarez, Messi. They pulled, they put some good games together. Yeah, Barcelona has been terrible away, guys. It's a lot to put on Fati too the whole season. As it stretches on, I don't think he's gonna have you know the legs in him. He's seventeen, Man. playing in his first season. It's away. Barcelona is one of my favorites, but. Last time we've been picking Barcelona, though, they haven't been. They're in a bad way. <laughs> They've been giving us some bad picks. They're in a bad way right now. We think now. they win, they lose. We think they tie, and they end up winning. Or You never know now. Can Griezmann score another two again, you think? Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. I want to say Setien knows his team well, right? Most of the players that are still that are there were his players. Um, it's even a... Fuck, it's man, it's e- so hard. Barcelona's been so bad away, I can't see them winning at a... They've been playing okay but, but, away. But you know what? It, Betis is one of those stadiums or one of those places where, where they play when they're away. So, uh, And then Barca hasn't won away. away, bro. Damn. No Piquet, too. No, no Piquet. I like Umtiti in the middle, so it's okay. He, <laughs> he says uh, it's okay. And then finally. So you got Barca? Barca yeah, I got the Barca board. across the board again. And shifting back to this side of the pond, probably the biggest match in Liga MX this weekend. Tigres versus Las Chivalacticas. Yeah. Who you guys got? I got Chivas. Of yeah, course. You already know me. Oh, man. Chivas. Tigres has been rocky lately, but Chivas has also been drawing a lot. So, you know what? I want both of you, Chivistas, go Chivas. I will go draw. I, I can see like a hot 2 2 for this one. Tigres predicted Tigres. to win. Yeah. yeah they're 50 definitely, to 21. It's definitely hard as hell to win at Tigres, but. Leon wins. 
Fetis gets the draw. Oof, Ryan Conley Leon over BSG. That's a hot. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe. It's a good draw. All right. Well, we'll keep you updated. Um, we'll see how things stand as of next week. Um, and yeah, that's that's that brings us to the end of the the show here today, guys. Uh, as always, thank you guys for watching. Today we had five or six at one point watching the live stream. So thank yeah, you guys. Yeah. You guys are awesome people. Thank you. Um, share. Thank you for being interactive. Give us a like. Tell people who like football. Let them know. Um, also, kind of a shameless self-plug. Uh, the rewrites, the band that I am a part of, is playing here at the Cubby Bear, the historic Cubby Bear in Chicago, on the 20th of this month. Um, that's a Thursday. You can get tickets online for five bucks, seven bucks at the door. But if you're free on a Thursday and in Chicago or in the in region, come check us out in Wrigleyville. Actually, most of the intro music for the show and the outro music currently is is our music. So, uh, all right, that's it for the shameless plug. Check out the rewrites if you can, uh, and thank you for checking us out consistently. Thank you to my boys Johnny and Andres. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to Rafa. Um, and yeah, watch Liga Amekis this weekend because it's free on your TV. Um, and if you've got the rest of the matches, enjoy them as well. Thanks, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Deuces.